this is like my downfall of being a streamer, forgetting to unmute yourself. So that was a really waste, but I'll do it again. Or you're expecting someone else. So this is a very special edition of the Square Circle podcast. Um, I am Marie Shadows. I am your host. And we're definitely going to be talking about a lot of wrestling news. Uh, who's going to be stepping through that forbidden door? Uh, what else do I have on my agenda? I can't really see it. No, here. I can't really see it over here. Um, so oh, I could just uh, do this. Um, so let me run down what we're going to be talking about. And I really do hope that uh, people in the chat, you know, say hi, say what's up, uh, you know, how you guys are doing and all that. Uh, okay, I have no idea what that is. Oh, yep. Just letting people know that we'll start right after that. So just know that whenever I do live streams, I'm not really like, let's follow a plan, let's stick to a formula and whatnot. What you get is what you get. Um, so we are going to be discussing the AW Forbidden Door, the dirt sheets, if I want to, if I want burner accounts after me. Yeah, sure. Um, Lions War, which is uh, NJPW's new series, which I really, really love. Uh, new Japan Pro Wrestling Nemesis, I have been catching up. Uh, the feud that David Finley and Jonah are having, uh, we could probably uh, make that a little bit better. I'm going to try to make it a little bit better. Uh, I should say that. Uh, Impact Wrestling, uh, basically what Impact has been doing over the past months. Uh, some WWE stuff, and maybe we'll get to uh, me putting over my wrestling novel. Maybe we we will. Uh, I can't really talk right now. <laughs> but as you can see, we got to deal with the sun. So we're going to deal with the sun. I try to have as much light to like take out the sun. But yeah, that's not going to happen. Uh, so I didn't really do an intro, did I? Nope, I did not do an intro. But that is good. that is basically the wrestling news of what we're going to be doing. But first, we got to celebrate something. So as you know, I am sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. That is totally right. Raid is awesome. They came to me. They sponsored me. I have the game. I've been playing the game. I live streamed the game like two days ago, which you can see as a VOD on my Twitch channel. And the game is really fun. It's really addicting. And so, you know, one is going to turn this off. I don't need extra light. Sooner or later, I'm probably going to wear like blue glasses, blue lens glasses and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. So, as I was saying, Raid uh, approached me. They sponsored me. And so, uh, if you guys want, within the chat, there is my special link. Click my special link, download the game. It's free for mobile and it's also free for PC. Pass the tutorial and then use the special promo code that comes along with the link. Put that in the promo code area and you get more free stuff. So you get free stuff when you uh, download the game and start playing and making an account through my specific link. 
And then after the tutorial, or if you want to reach level 15, you can use the promo code and you get more goodies that are in game. You can play for hours long. You could choose your champion. You can uh, mix and match the armor sets, uh, your champions, anything that you need to do in order to gain victories when you're going through the campaign and when you're doing the dungeons and when you're doing the tournaments. It's a whole big thing to do. I've been having fun playing it. Um, and I really want to celebrate the fact that somebody clicked my link, downloaded the game and became part of the game with me. Does that make sense? I mean, as you can tell up in, no, up over here, um, it's one out of two, right? So I only need two. I would love more. Uh, and if you're interested in downloading the game, of course, you could always put in the chat the commands. Um, so if I do uh, exclamation point raid, there goes the uh, the link. Um, sorry for people watching over on YouTube. Um, it's not really going to work. It's only going to work uh, via Twitch because my stream elements is hooked up to that. So, yeah. Um, Let's celebrate the fact that I have one person that downloaded it. Uh, welcome to the Raid Shadow Legends family, along with me. Eventually, I'll create a clan. And I basically um, put out this poll. And I'm going to show you the results of this poll. And by the way, if you guys are not following me on Twitter, make sure to follow me on Twitter at Marie underscore Shadows. And that way you can like vote in the stuff that I uh, put out. Um, so, this is gonna be very big on the screen. So it's gonna, yeah. I'm gonna cover myself for a second. And so, you see this? I asked everyone in the gaming community, wrestling community, and I think that's about it. I didn't even ask the writing community, but, uh, yeah, so for those of you that are listening to this via audio, I'm going to explain what I just did. So I put up a picture of my poll, and uh, this is what it is. I asked people, choose my clan name for Ray Shadow Legends. The choices were Shadowlands, Too Sweet, Marie Shadows, or Lady Switchblade. I was very tentative to put Lady Switchblade. I really was, because uh, that was... That's my little nickname within the Mike World Order group and the Mike World Order podcast and with Mike himself. Uh, Cause Mike gave me that cause he knows how much of a huge fan I am of uh, Switchblade J White. And sorry if you guys heard my phone, uh, but yeah, so I'm a huge fan of Switchblade J White and Bullet Club and New Japan Pro Wrestling and all of that. So I decided to throw it in there to see if you guys would choose that one and I was really thinking like oh maybe that would be a good fit no the winner is Shadowlands why I thought there would have been a tie between like Too Sweet and Lady Switchblade because I have gotten feedback that people like you know the nickname Lady Switchblade for me so I was like hey you know maybe it could have been a tie between too sweet and lady switchblade i just thought that shadowlands would have been like and eh, you know playing off my name and then marie shadows would be very lame you know imagine me doing another 
sponsorship where it's like, you know, they're trying to invite people to my clan and I'm all like, hey guys, make sure you download Ray Shadow Legends and join my clan, Marie Shadows. Like, no. That that doesn't doesn't roll off the tongue. Like, you know, Raid is all about like destroying your opponents, hacking and slashing, RPG, uh, you know, turn base. So I needed something that will be like blood and guts and uh destroying people. So Lady Switchblade would have worked, or you know, maybe too sweet because after victories we could just too sweet each other. Um, but yeah. That is definitely one of my polls. But again, um, if you are not following me on Twitter, make sure you do just in case if I put up another poll um, to do something that I need to be chosen. And my brain is not working right now. Okay. So as we um, move on from that, um, I guess we could just jump right into all the wrestling stuff because, you know, my title says that Jeff Hardy walks through that forbidden door. Jeff Hardy is going to be the announcement for tonight's AEW Dynamite. I do not know if that's going to be the case. I just wanted to do a little bit of clickbaiting. That's all I wanted to do to have you guys come here, probably yell at me. And you guys are probably going to yell at me because uh, I normally don't like clickbait titles. But um, I don't know why that's not working. But I tried my hand. I really tried my hand to see what it is. Um, but let's just get into it. Uh, so Tony Khan loves to use the word forbidden door or phrase. It's a phrase at this point. And of course it's trademarked and he uses it to get the eyes back on him. He uses it to get the eyes back on AEW when nobody was paying attention to him during Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble was all on WWE and Impact. This partnership that I thought we probably never would have had I honestly thought that one day WWE would have bought Impact to be like, you guys are ours now and, you know, yeah, there's nothing you could do about it. You know, we're the most, um, we're better than you guys type of thing. You know, we don't want no more competition. So eventually I thought that. I thought that WWE was going to buy Impact back in the day. But look, we have a partnership. Well, they have a partnership. Now we have a partnership. By the way, Impact, we should have a partnership. I'm just throwing it out there. But I think that the partnership that they had with having Mickey James being the knockout champion going into the Royal Rumble, the Women's Royal Rumble did a lot for Impact. And I really do think that, you know, WWE did a lot more for Impact than AEW did for Impact. And I know that fans like hate that. Fans hate when you tell them that one company did way better for the other company than the other one. If that makes sense. Um, so because that whole entire like week was all about Mickey James, WWE and Impact Wrestling. And then now we have this controversy surrounding Shane McMahon. If he left the company, if he did this, if he did that. Now the dust has sort of settled. 
the dirt sheets wrote their articles. They're out there. You know, there's not really much to do. And then what does Tony Khan do? Hey, we're going to be in Atlantic City today, uh, which is not really too far from me. It's kind of far, but it's not that far. Um, it's only a state over, which is not that bad. But he goes and says that he has a huge announcement to make. This person is signing an AEW contract. They are coming through this forbidden door and they are going to slam this door shut after they sign the contract and they are going to be the opponent for Isaiah Cassidy, who is one half of Private Party. And also he mentioned that this person is going to slam the door on their previous company's face. I'm paraphrasing there, but you get the idea. What I don't understand is that... Why did he have to use like what, like three tweets? And then someone asks, like, are these the same tweets? Are they like, you know, together? And he said, yes. And, you know, it's like you're playing your hand. And you could definitely tell that if you ever want to play poker with Tony Khan, you would win because he doesn't have a good poker face. He doesn't have a good poker hand. He doesn't understand the illusion of, you know, getting someone's hope up and like really delivering on it for it to really be like a forbidden door for it to really like get you excited because it's not getting me excited at all it's like all right cool you make another announcement you sign somebody else but are you even concerned about your world champion no i do not think that he is concerned with his world champion because if he was concerned with his world champion he will slow down with all of these signings that he is doing obviously he's not slowing down and that's that's a bit of a problem because how are you supposed to build up a brand that you love and you want to be invested in and you decided to take on this project but the more you sign the more problems you're going to get down the line and other people are going to get upset that they don't have a place anymore dark and dark revelation are not doing anything for them and they're going to just move on and go somewhere else. And, you know, if Hangman ever did leave AEW, I wonder where he would go. Because, you know, he hasn't really improved as much. He might have improved, but... With this storyline of him chasing the belt after Kenny finally gets it. And then now he has three top matches under his belt. The 60 minute Iron Man match in a way. Um, another rematch with Danielson. And then now a Texas death match with Lance Archer. Like, why are you trying to run your champion thin like that? Like, a smart champion would know when to have these matches. A smart champion will know who will be the best opponent to go after them. And a smart champion will want to be the face of the company and push AEW further. I don't think he sort of, how can I say this? Expanded on that 
Um, and, you know, on Twitter, I always go back to referencing, you know, that wonderful promo that JY did on him during the New Japan conference on March in uh, 2019, 19, no, 2018 or 2019, where it was uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong Style evolved and Hangman went after uh, Jay White for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship title. Uh, and it's been like four years since. And Jay White hit every single thing that was wrong with Hangman altogether. And I'm like, you have not proven Jay White wrong since then. Because it seems like he just goes along and doesn't really evolve. Everyone else could be like, oh, he's a good champion. He's a good person. He's a good this. Yes, I totally get it. He's a good person i get that but character wise has he truly even evolved into like what he really wants because you could be a cowboy forever you could be a millennial cowboy but is there anything else to your character other than you putting a cap ceiling on your character growth that's my biggest thing like is there any other layer that you can show us where it's like, all right, cool, you're still a cowboy, but are you growing to do something else? Are you growing to show us that, you know, sometimes you might have to leave the past as the past and then rediscover something new and have more new challenges that can, you know, be connecting with the audience? Uh, because I don't know how much longer he's going to be able to go on this whole uh, anxious millennial cowboy thing or like whatever he's doing now. Like, you know, it's it's a little weird. Uh, and so I just worry about the AEW world champion because he does feel like an afterthought and is very sad that he feels like an afterthought. Because he's supposed to be the biggest thing. He was supposed to be that one guy that took the belt off of Kenny. Kenny gets his rest. And then now you focus on your world champion. But if you want to continue to make surprise announcements, surprise signings, um, that doesn't really do anything for your company overall, then, you know, these guys are going to feel like they're forgotten. You can't be the boss that wants to be the friend to everybody because the moment that you are, we get this, uh, we get the unorganized wrestling show. We get the unorganized company that the moment you say, I have a special announcement, your ratings go up, maybe merch sales go up. Um, all the news outlets are talking about you. All the fans are talking about you. There's a creating a buzz, but no one does that for Hangman. You see, which is kind of sad because he's the one that's supposed to be pushing your company into the future, right? Because everyone online is always like, oh, AEW does push young stars. AEW does make young stars and young talent. They, they do push it. No, they don't. If they did, we'll be talking about Hangman. We'll be talking about Jurassic Express. Jay Cargo already like made her own legacy and we're still talking about her, which thankfully she's in the conversation. But 
when it comes to Hangman, Jurassic Express, Sammy, we talk about Sammy, but Sammy is all over the place. Um, so he doesn't really count in this. He knows how to market himself. So that's why Sammy is always in the conversation. And at least we know he's like champion. Uh, Britt, uh, she does the marketing herself. Um, she basically talks about herself. So she's good. Uh, but when it comes to Jurassic Express and Hangman Adam Page, no one's really talking about them. We're talking about them now because they have he has a Texas death match uh, with Archer tonight. But again, did we talk about him during the whole week? Did he do any media calls? Did he go on any media outlets out here in New York City and in uh, New Jersey to promote AEW and to promote his natural Lance Archer and to be like, yes, I am the world champion. Um, I'm here to represent AEW. None of that happened. So sometimes it's like Tony Khan worries too much about who can he um, bring as a surprise, bring up the buzz, and basically just not care about the other champions. Hey, Smack Raw podcast. I don't know why it doesn't say that whole thing there. Um, he said, uh, what's up, Marie? Got a break in between customers and wanted to stop by. Ooh. Uh, yo, thanks for stopping by, man. Um, yeah, just uh, tune in and out if you want to. Uh, thanks for um, stopping by. Um, I do know a lot of my uh, friends are working uh currently and stuff like that so it's cool you know this is gonna be on replay it's gonna be uh, as a vod later on on twitch when i stop and then youtube um and then if you're on twitter you get to watch it on twitter as well so i have the uh trifecta so hold on so um, as I keep going, um, but yeah, that's, that's what I think. Like, you know, you can have the buzz all you want, but you can't forget the people that you signed day one in order to get the new shiny toy that may or may not move the company the way that you want it to, you know, um, we could jump right into um, the WWE stuff that I wanted to cover, which, by the way, I don't even know what kind of WWE stuff I wanted to cover. <laughs> I think I might have just wanted to put over the fact that me, Morgan and John, like, booked Shane McMahon in like the most coolest way ever of like what he would do in New Japan Pro Wrestling and like GCW and Impact and AEW. So I think I wanted to put that over, um, which I'll get to because, you know, I... I really enjoy uh, putting over uh, any of my, uh, you know, well, my buddies. I was going to say my Tama Islanders people, but um, yeah, they're all from Tama's Island. So whenever I get the chance, I like putting them over as much as I can. Uh, so um, we can sort of compare this to the way that WWE markets um, their champions. Like, you know, even if someone who has... Stop watching a um not AEW. Even if someone stopped watching WWE and they decided to turn on um to like USA or probably sci-fi now because um the Olympics are on USA. 
Uh, so they turn on like sci-fi. They're going to be like, oh, I remember WWE. And, you know, they will understand that the champion for WWE is Roman Reigns. And if you go out to the street and you go to a random person and you're like, hey, do you watch wrestling? You may either get a yes, you may either get a no. And if you get a yes and you're like, hey, do you know Roman Reigns? Like eight times out of 10, somebody would be like, yeah. The only two times they won't is because they don't really watch it. So WWE does this very uh, fantastic marketing with their wrestlers, even if like they are releasing wrestlers during a pandemic or whatever it is, whatever hate you have towards WWE, please go leave it at the door. We're talking about like business here, like grown up stuff. So, um, WWE markets their wrestlers for you to know that they are wrestlers and for you to know who's the champion, who's not the champion, who's, you know, in line to get the championship next. Even if the story is stupid, they're there to be like, hey, this is what's happening. And most of the time they do uh, media and they're on local radio channels and they're on, you know, doing interviews, doing uh, the whole thing. When's the last time you really heard AEW members doing something that wasn't like community outreach? Because community outreach is way different than like going on a radio station, getting interviewed and being like, hey, tell me about AEW. Tell me about your job. Community outreach. So community outreach. Sure. You totally get um, like. Happy hearts, you get smiles, you. Uh, introduce yourself to people, but depending on the community outreach, are they going to go home and be like, I need to turn on um, AEW? No, a lot of people are listening to podcast episodes. A lot of people are tuning into radio stations that talk about the news and they just happen to have like the local town wrestler on there and then they're going to be tuning in. See, there's a difference of how AEW markets everything versus how WWE markets and if AEW just markets the same way as WWE they'll be good you know they'll get a lot more traction they'll get a lot more numbers up they'll get a lot more casual fans in but AEW is so secluded into their own bubble that despite the money that Tony Khan has that the marketing just fucking sucks. Um, and I could tell you that the marketing sucks because just look at how they present to you AEW Dark and AEW Dark Revelation. Who really knows? I can't say who really knows. No, no, no. That's wrong. Uh, who really tunes in for Dark and Dark Revelation? Like, sure, the YouTube numbers could be like, oh, we, um... Okay. Uh, the YouTube numbers could be like, oh, we have like 200,000 K for views. Okay. But were those like when it premiered, are you getting 200 K views or is this like after it premiered, someone decided to be like, Hey, I'll watch it on like Thursday, you know? So that, that takes into account. You can't just be like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. Um, for it when like the numbers don't really match up. Um, and if you're 
And if your workers, um, and if your workers are like promoting that and whatnot, that's cool to try to get like, um, more people to watch. But again, um, I've said this many times before, the same people that watch dynamite are not watching dark. They're not watching evelation and they're not watching rampage rampage viewers are not watching the other ones either dark are not watching the other ones either and then evelation is not watching the other ones either people have a routine people get up in the morning do what they got to do go to work come home and not all the time are they going to remember hey i have to watch a youtube show sometimes they watch the youtube show on their leisure time but because cable is still accessible to everybody, despite having uh, network subscriptions, so like Netflix, Hulu, Peacock, all those, cable is still around one way or another. And I do know that uh, there is YouTube Red where you could get cable and YouTube together, but who's paying that? Who's paying for that on top of everything else, right? So you have to like factor all this stuff in. Um, It's just that the AEW faithful thinks that everyone does exactly what they do. The same steps at what they do. And they think that, you know, um, if you don't do that, you're against the product. I just wish that the AEW faithful can be a lot more open to constructive criticism. And I do know that there's trolls out there that will poke your buttons and will say some stupid ass shit. I totally get that. So you block, mute, and go. That's all you do. Do not engage with them. But with someone like me, Marie Shadows, I always love to have a conversation on how to make the wrestling business that much better because I love this thing to death. I can definitely wake up 24 seven, talk about wrestling, try to fix wrestling, try to uh, have wrestlers understand that they do need a character. They do need something where like it can attach where like the fan can attach themselves to the character and be like, yes, this this sort of connects with me. Sometimes people just want to wrestle and that's totally good. But if you're going to be just playing up wrestling, um, you got to learn how to tell stories in that ring. If you're not telling me a story in that ring and it's just like chop after chop with no psychology behind it, then you're going to lose me. Uh, so smacked raw pod. It, it looks so weird on here, but smacked raw pod. He is a different situation because he is uh because he he reviews uh wrestling like I do uh so he has to watch this stuff but uh he said uh I think you're focusing too much on social media people in real life <clears throat> don't act like twitter which is true people in real life don't act like twitter but um that's what I have to go off on in a way um 
once we are past the pandemic, um, I guess things will be a lot more easier and we could go back to that. But my main issue is that people on Twitter think it's gospel that everyone watches the same thing that they watch. And it's like, no, you guys got to get out of that mindset. Not everything is gospel just because like AEW has all these shows lined up. Um, and they think that, you know, you have to watch all the shows. And if you're not doing that, you're against them. So it's the mentality that they come at you on Twitter of like, oh, you're not a real fan. Oh, you're just a troll. Um, and that everything that AEW does is gospel. So that that's that's my personal like issue. Um, Smack Raw, uh, he tunes into Raw NXT half the time. Uh, <laughs> Dynamite, SmackDown, and Rampage, and then every now and then he tunes in to Dark on occasions. Um, but he's covering wrestling like I am, so we have to like do this. Uh, I know I love it. Um, I want to say, yeah, he loves it too because uh, he has me on his show from time to time. So if so, you know, he loves me. <laughs> he does. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's gonna be like what the fuck <laughs> that 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 is that is what um yeah he's gonna be like what the fuck uh but yeah you know smash Rob might have a point with me uh thinking too hard about it and you know um because twitter is not real life and i'm focusing too much on social media but social media is what i have to go off on and that's the best I don't know if I want to use the word best, but that's like the best way to balance this whole thing out. If that makes sense, like, you know, you know, for one thing, if Tony Khan didn't tweet the way that he tweets and constantly tweets the way that he tweets and to create this environment where like everything is gospel, then yeah, I probably would be backing off a little bit. Um, but yeah, that's just like how I see it. How social media is very toxic, but we fucking need it. Man, I I really hate that. But yeah, I totally get where where Smack Draw is coming from. And I realized too that yeah, I'm probably being a little too hard on it. Um and spending way too much time on like AEW. But I do it because I want AEW to succeed. AEW is like truly the um truly the alternative like really it is i believe it is since like day one um i met all the evps way before they created aw and you know told them about my back story and all that kind of stuff i did i did all that you know i was um an aw fan since day one but most of the time they have to really like sit down really reevaluate what they really want and like also try to control what they say on social media because i think that's a huge factor into it um awesome smack raw we'll talk later about this uh you know uh love you too man of course you know you gotta love me <laughs> uh yes and uh for those of you that are viewing over on uh twitch youtube and um what do you call it uh twitter uh please make sure to go follow smack draw podcast uh they're 
Well, yeah, they, uh, cause it's Kyle and Aaron. So yeah, they're super awesome. Uh, I really enjoy their shows and their takes as well. Um, and if you want, make sure to go follow them on Twitter and go follow them on Twitch as well. Help them out. Uh, but yeah, I think he's totally right in me overthinking this. So, um, getting back to this AEW Forbidden Door, I really think is Jeff Hardy only because um, Matt Hardy did say that he has, that Jeff has that 30 day uh, non-compete, non-compete clause, right? So, uh, and mysteriously, Isaiah Cassidy has a match over in um, the face of the revolution, that pay-per-view, the AEW Revolution pay-per-view, which is so gimmicky. So gimmicky, but it doesn't work. Um, so that means that probably Jeff is going to be announced for Atlantic City and then probably go on to face Isaiah for that qualifier match. Um, and probably Jeff is probably going to win. Um, or it could be Keith Lee. That's one thing. But, you know, Keith Lee's exit from WWE wasn't like Jeff Hardy's exit from WWE. So according to all the tweets, and if you want to use a magnifying glass to like be your own um, detective, I would say Jeff Hardy. You guys in the chat can tell me who you think uh, it could be. Um, or if you're going to be watching this on replay, you guys can still, uh, you know, comment below who you think it's going to be, even if like you watch this tomorrow, it's totally fine. Uh, you could always tell me, uh, that, you know, your thoughts and stuff like that. So yeah, I just think that using the phrase of the forbidden door more than once is a great way to tell me that you really don't have a big surprise as you think that you do. Um, if you did, uh, you would definitely like, you know, um, you definitely won't overexpose it. You know, there's a lot of overexposed stuff and, you know, sometimes you don't really need to, uh, do that. You don't really need to overexpose. Um, let me just see something. All right, so that's not okay. I don't know why it's not showing. That's great. Uh, so if you guys are not seeing the Ray Shadow Legends special link because they are the sponsors of this live stream and then the VOD and then the podcast episode. Um, it is on the panel on my Twitch in the about section. You can click on the photograph and like have it there. For some reason, it's not popping up in chat because I can't seem to have like a smooth, um, a smooth thing. I can't seem to have like a smooth, uh, 
a smooth stream. All right. So that's my thoughts on AEW. Because if not, man, I could stay all day talking about AEW and how to improve certain things. Um, and that's only because of like, I personally like love wrestling with all my heart. And I just want to see the wrestling business grow and, you know, do extraordinary things than it did yesterday. That's that's my only thing. Um, I don't ever want to see wrestling be over with, you know, because uh, then I wouldn't know what to do with myself. I really would not know what to do with myself. Um, I guess. Let me just see something. Let me take this out. Let me do this. And hopefully, like, it posts this up in there. Um, all right. So, we can talk about the dirt sheets all we want. Uh, that's just a matter of um, me if I want burner accounts after me. But I do want to say something on this stream. If you are going to be interviewing a wrestler that just left a specific company... Interviewing wrestlers one-on-one, do not ask them or bait them into your high school drama so you can get views and have clickbaity titles when you ask them, you don't want to bury anybody? Why would you even want to bait them into that? Like, first of all, this wrestler or any wrestler, is giving you their time and their kindness. They don't have to do the interview with you or for you. So the same way that you want respect from any wrestler or any person, just give that wrestler the same respect back. back. You do not have to be like, hey, you sure you don't want to bury anybody? I heard you left on good terms, but you sure you don't want to bury anybody? You know, I don't even do interviews yet, but I know that like going up to a wrestler is not like trying to be a troll and trying to be like poking them for like your best clickbait title so you could get money behind a paywall. When talking to someone in real life is free, you know, um, but yeah, like you don't do that. You don't try to bait a wrestler who just left the company to try to give you some dirt because of whatever you don't do that that's why you know yep that's all I have to say on that just do not go around asking wrestlers to spill dirt on stuff or people or whatever, if it's not relevant to your questions. Now, let's go to my favorite thing on here, which is Lion's Roar, which by the way, I cannot pronounce war for the, for the life of me. I just, I just never, I just never could as a kid. Um, so, uh, if you don't know, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling has a new series over at New Japan World, which, by the way, 
they don't pay me for this at all. Maybe one day they'll start giving me like royalties for putting them over so much. I don't know. Maybe they might. But you should. Yeah, I was going to like say really fast. And then that's what happened. Like I said, this is a live stream where you get me 100%. There is no edit button on this fucking live stream until like, um, you know, I decide to uh, edit it. Anyway, uh, you guys should definitely head over to njpwworld.com. Get yourself a subscription. It is the best $8 a month is better than the Peacock Network and you get to watch whatever type of show you want um most of the time they have subtitles but if you're like me and been listening to uh japanese language for a while especially if you like animes um you know your ears sort of just uh understand a little bit in like context uh so you know if you want you can like tough it out and like listen to the japanese uh commentary here and there but i really do highly recommend you going to njp njpwworld.com get yourself a subscription like i have and start watching lion's war roar i love this series because this ignites my passion for wrestling and it gets me super excited it really does it gets me super excited it kind of brings you behind the scenes of what it's really like to be in the new japan dojo system without actually being there in a sense, if you're not really like wanting to go and train, it's different because, you know, uh, Fale decided to do the Fale Dojo over in New Zealand with the New Japan pro wrestling style of how they train, how they eat, how they sleep, the routines and everything, uh, how they clean, how they have a sense of community there. And um, it may not be as hardcore as Japan because Fale is definitely right where like, in Japan, it's always the same routine. Uh, you know, the training may not go outside the bounds of the dojo, so to speak, unless like maybe, you know, they're doing something cool or whatever. And they, you know, they have time to go out and like explore in Japan. But over in New Zealand, uh, like Fale has taken these guys to some breathtaking places. And, and I'm here like, I just want to be shipped over to New Zealand. And guess what? I'm going to take Morgan with me because Morgan will pay $200 to get chopped by Fale. And I guess that, you know, I don't know. I guess I'll leave him over there for a time being uh, while I go and explore the sites. But um, he would definitely take a chop from Fale. He will pay him $200. So if I were to ever go to New Zealand, I'm definitely taking his ass so that way this can happen because this is where I'm going to plug in my other live stream talking about Shane McMahon. Uh, Morgan got jealous of me because people from the Fale Dojo has been giving me praise about my uh, written reviews for Lions War. And so uh, to the point where like Fale Dojo follows me, which is like super cool. And Morgan was just really, really upset. Um, I do have the clip, which I probably should play for you guys here on stream. It is the most funniest clip. Um, and you can tell by my fucking smile that like these guys are like the best to have around in your podcast episodes and just really great guys. Um, 
We could definitely like just shoot the shit and just, you know, all this kind of stuff. Um, okay. Originally, I wanted to mess around with it because he does say that he's jealous of me. So, and then like a little bit later in that same clip, uh, which I like cut it off, but um, uh, John is all like, you okay there, buddy? And uh, that's where <laughs> Morgan was like, no, I'm jealous. And uh, I'm not sure if I wanted to put like uh, a snippet of, you know, I'm not okay for my chemical romance or like put the meme of uh, emotional damage to it. So I don't know. That might have to be my next uh, poll, which by the guy, which by the way, you guys should be uh, following me at Marie underscore shadows. So, um, so let's see. Uh, let's, um, hold on. We're going to play the clip here because this is, this is my favorite. I have more favorite, uh, parts in that live stream, but this, this fucking killed me. <laughs> like it, it fucking killed me. Um, I hope it works. We'll do that. Give uh, me Shane. Shane. Give me Shane over Shane in Fale's dojo. dojo. <laughs> on that, on that, on that, on that reality show they've got on NJPW. Oh, which, by the way, another plug. Uh, I've been writing the reviews for uh, Lions War, which you guys can go uh, check that out. And um, it's really cool that the Fale Dojo followed me after that, and uh, one of the other students uh, followed me, so Michael followed me as well, and. Um, uh, I got a shout out from one of the uh, students' moms too. So you know, uh, everybody loves me. <laughs> I, I'm actually, actually really jealous. jealous. I'm a huge I'm Bad Luck Fale stand, and anything like, like my dream my is from uh, like if that if Bad, bad Luck Fale were to be like, I will, I will chop you for like two hundred dollars. I will pay that. Like I just the man is the man is so cool and so like I okay. I'm I'm super jealous. <laughs> Well, what'd you think? <laughs> because that that's like my, my favorite my favorite thing where I put myself over, put over the Fale Dojo, and basically like Morgan is upset. <laughs> I still love Morgan. Uh I still do, but uh, you know, um I don't understand why it's not showing up in chat. Like, well, I mean, it's probably showing up in chat in the, um, in the thing, but not on the live stream. Um, but yeah, so, uh, they really do like behind the scenes of what it's like to live the dojo system. Um, like I already said in my first review of like who I really like stood out and who I really liked. Uh, which is uh, Michael Richards. He's a pretty cool dude. Uh, I immediately like connected uh, with him on like his story. Uh, you might think that like the redemption story is like everywhere and it probably is, but um, he, uh, he didn't do very well in this first round of like doing the new Japan dojo system. And so it was uh heartbreaking, especially when you have to face uh Rocky and Rocky is heartbroken 
but at least uh michael did not uh give up because he knew that he wanted it uh so uh he went to the Fale dojo and he's been there for about like four years i think that's what they said in the latest episode and he has been doing great um he's basically one of the senior uh trainers and like motivators to the other guys uh that helped with the show and help with the other guys he's still training he's still under like um Fale's uh like command if i want to say that uh but he's there doing a uh, great job uh, he also created one of the graphics for uh, Lions War that New Japan Pro Wrestling used, and that was a very awesome accomplishment uh, for that. Just because you know, um, I don't know if New Japan sometimes just use people on the inside, or they can use people sort of like on the outside. But they uh, managed to use uh, his uh, graphic designing skills uh, for that. And then there's also Tay, or uh, we're gonna call him T because I'm gonna I'm gonna mess up his first name. Um, I just know I'm gonna mess up his first name, so we're gonna call him Tay, or is it Ty? Someone is gonna have to give me a crash course in how to pronounce like uh, it's not really like New Zealand names, but like uh, Maori names. Like, someone's had to give me a crash course on this, man. Because, like, I can't just be sitting here being like, we're going to call him this. <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to uh, do that to anyone's language at all. So um, someone's going to have to give me a crash course to say these names. Because, man, they are really tough. Um, but he is my second, like, favorite one. Um, which is kind of funny because... Uh, his mom had reached out to me and uh, we had a very nice conversation. Um, and, you know, I, I told her that I wish uh, T nothing but the best uh, in his uh, wrestling career. Uh, he's definitely one of the smartest, like, intellectually uh, there is on the team during the show. And he's like 26. So he was saying shit that like a 26-year-old American wouldn't be saying. And I'm here like... Man, I wish that sometimes um, 26 year old Americans can have a little bit more intelligence and a little more perspective on things. Uh, so it was kind of refreshing to uh, see that. I definitely know that uh, T is definitely going to do great in the business, even though he has the least amount of experience. But because he doesn't complain and he does what he's toad and he's able to help out and maneuver and like be where he needs to be he'll be fine um i do want to see how his uh journey goes uh we're all the way up to episode five alliance war so we have um we got to look at uh aj visachi which by the way i really thought it was pronounced like visage visage um that like it translates to like vision in a way, but it's uh Versace. Uh AJ is a pretty cool guy to have on the team because he's like the support character. Like going back to uh, you know, the sponsors of this uh live stream, Ray Shadow Legends. Um if 
the guys of Lions War uh, were all like champions. AJ would be a champion, but he'll be the support champion. And he supports like everybody. He realized early on that um, he uh, he doesn't want to do the wrestling aspect, which I give him so much props for that. Um, but uh, he wants to do more of like maybe refereeing or being the manager and, um, you know, doing stuff behind the scenes. And if anyone out there thinks that, you know, they can't get into wrestling because they need to um, learn how to wrestle, but they're scared of it. You know, you could think it one step at a time, one day at a time, and you could slowly transition into other things that you want to do. And all you guys do is just ask um, and see how, you know, it works. You don't necessarily have to think that, like, you have to start with wrestling, you know, um, me, I'm a different case. Uh, I tried, uh, doing ring training. Uh, it's just, I just know it's not for me. Um, it's definitely not for me because I overthink, uh, and the moment that you overthink, uh, you could definitely hurt somebody. So I rather either be a manager on the outside, being on commentary, uh, maybe doing interviews in the back, just doing something behind the scenes where, you know, I can help these guys get over. That's why I tend to try to push that. I love writing and I have these scripts already ready to go. These ideas already ready to go because the thought of helping wrestlers get their characters over, is like a plus for me. Like, you know, I want these amazing stories to unfold but if you're stuck somewhere and no one knows how to get you unstuck uh you know that's where writers come in um it's no different from when you read your favorite author and you read your favorite fantasy novel or your favorite romance novel or your favorite sci-fi novel like it's no different from that where you know um to not have someone as creative that can think outside the box that can look at something differently than everyone else. Because the last thing you want is to have wrestling feel the same way. You don't want to go through the motions of having wrestling feel like it's um, a cookie cutout. You know, that's why like I always push for my boys and whoever pops up on my timeline, like, you know, Kid Bandit. <laughs> I knew I was going to talk about him anyway in this in this live stream because uh, I always put him over. But to be honest. There is no one like Kid Bandit, and I am happy that he has entered into the wrestling world, and I am so happy that he like blend anime and wrestling together bringing the two freaky fandoms together with his creativity and that's always someone that i'm gonna support because that's something new that's something different you can tell that kid bandit looks at the world a different way and we need more people that look at the world a different way especially when it comes to the fine arts the creative arts um sometimes people take like the shortcuts and they just go with the motions and try to leech off of, oh, if I change one thing, you know, it will be different. So therefore, you know, it's to them would be considered original. But when you change the game, 
like Kid Bandit, the protagonist of professional wrestling, like you changed it for the better and you did a complete like 180 on the wrestling business. Because again, there is no other character out there that is like this. And, you know, he's another one too that I will always put over. Uh, I would always push to be like, hey, you got to check this guy out. Like, you know, he could, he's still green, but he's willing to put in the work. He's ambitious. And those are the type of wrestlers that we need. Because like I said before, you can do all the flips in the world, but if there's no psychology behind it, then like, what's the point, right? You can, you know, go out to the ring and be like, I am this wrestler. I wear the trunks, uh, the elbow pads, um, knee pads, boots, and like nothing else, right? So you could be like, yes, I want, I always wanted to be a wrestler and this is who I am. And, you know, at least if you're not going to go out there with a character, at least work on your selling and work on your storytelling for inside the ring so I could be attached to you. But yeah, as long as, you know, you have a character that changes professional wrestling, it'll be good. I don't know how this relates back to Lions War. I guess it's because Kid Bandit has the same ambitions that like the guys do there or like with AJ Versace's uh, thing, you know, you could always do more. Uh, you don't always have to rely on the, um, what do you call it? On the same thing that everyone does. Um, so, you know, oh, and then also, yeah, with me that, yeah, I'm a writer and all this kind of stuff. Uh, like I said, you're going to get 100% me on live streams. If I am doing a regular podcast episode, then yeah, I'm going to cut that up. Um, I am definitely going to cut that up and I'm definitely going to make it more professional, but you're getting me here no matter what. Um, so going back to Lions War. Uh, let's see, who else did he introduce? Uh, oh, yeah, we also get to introduce to we get to be introduced to um, Will Averill. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Uh, he just reminded me of Austin Powers. Uh, when you see how he cuts his promo, I'm just like, yeah, dude, that sound is so like Austin Powers. Uh, he has something. He has charisma. Um, he did. He did say uh, during episode five that he's not the most athletically uh, gifted person there is. He did play rugby, um, but I can probably tell that rugby doesn't really. Uh, gets you conditioned or used to like defying physics because wrestlers defy physics no matter what. Um, so Will is a very interesting character on the show uh, just because he is charismatic and, um, you know, he just reminded me of Austin Powers. Uh, hopefully throughout the series, uh, we get to see his progression and stuff uh, because... You know, eventually, if you do it every day, you get better at what you do. Um, who else do we meet? So we meet. Um, we met everyone else. Like Fale went down the list of um, all of his uh, students uh, for the show and just talked, you know, 
openly and candidly about them. Uh, you know, I have high hopes for this show anyway. Um, and if you are not watching the show, you're missing out on great um, TV. If you want to call it TV, um, it is not a reality show. So it's not like it's scripted or anything like that. They really do speak from the heart. They tell you their like fears and goals and like what they really thought about like wrestling and like what was it like the first match and stuff like that. Like it's really, you know, very 100% unapologetic them, uh, you know. I really love it. I'm still going to like support it no matter what. So again, uh, if you want to head over to njpwworld.com, grab yourself a subscription. It's only $8 a month. Make sure to uh, get your subscription at the first of the month or even sometimes in the, in the middle of the month would be okay. However, Japan has a weird system for when it like for their subscriptions. If you get your subscription at like the end of the month, so let's say that you decide to sign up. So let's say you decide to sign up on February 28th, right? Because there's only 28 days. It's not okay. Yeah, we're not in leap year yet. Uh, so if you decide to, um, what do you call it? Sign up at February 29th. Um, it will charge you for the 29th and then it will charge you on the 1st of March. So please don't do that. Sign up either right now, which is uh, February 9th, if you want to, or um, if you if you have the funds like next month, make sure to do it on the 1st because they always take every 1st of the month. It does not matter what day you sign up. It's always the 1st of the month. So just be aware of that. And I have been talking for about like an hour and 22 minutes. Uh, we are currently going to take a stretch break. So chat over in Twitch and YouTube and on Twitter. If you guys have been sitting for a while, make sure to uh, get up, do a little stretch. And I will see you guys right after this little mini break. Brought to you by our sponsors at Raid Shadow Legends. Gallic is the worst starter in the game. Choose El Hain. <laughs> Let's see how that works out for you. Do we have the clip? Emotional, damn it! Oh, I never get tired of seeing that. Don't be like El Hain. Make sure to scan the QR code for my special link. Brought to you by our sponsors at Raid Shadow Legends. Gallic is the worst starter in the game. Choose El Hain. <laughs> Let's see how that works out for you. Do we have the clip? Emotional, damn it! Oh, I never get tired of seeing that. Don't be like El Hain. Make sure to scan the QR code for my special link. Brought to you. Hey guys, what's up? It's Marie Shadows, and this video is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Click my special link down in the description below to get some free goodies while you're playing Raid Shadow Legends. If you love Skyrim and you love turn-based games, this is a game for you. Customize your champion however you see fit, however you want to win your battles. Go into epic dungeons, fight the best bosses around, have the best teammates around. You can do this all in Raid Shadow Legends. With those smooth graphics, 
Man, you wonder why it's 15 million downloaded. Make sure to download Raid Shadow Legends today using my link in the description. It's free to play on mobile and PC, so get it now. Hey guys, what's up? It's we'll do that. Give uh, me Shane. Give me Shane over in Fale's Dojo. dojo. <laughs> on, that, on that, on that, on that reality show they've got on NJPW. Oh, which, by the way, another plug. Uh, I've been writing the reviews for uh, Lions War, which you guys can go uh, check that out. And um, it's really cool that the Fale Dojo followed me after that. And uh, one of the other students uh, followed me, so Michael followed me as well. And um, uh, I got a shout out from one of the uh, students' moms, too. So, you know, uh, everybody loves me. <laughs> I, I'm actually really jealous. I'm a huge Bad Luck Fale stan and anything like... My dream is for like if that if bad luck Fale were to be like I will I will chop you for like two hundred dollars I will pay that like I just the man is the man is so cool and so like I okay I'm I'm super jealous. Brought to you by our sponsors at Raid Shadow Legends. Gallic is the worst starter in the game. Choose El Hain. <laughs> Let's see how that works out for you. Do we have the clip? Emotional, damn it! Oh, I never get tired of seeing that. Don't be like El Hain. Make sure to scan the QR code for my special link. Brought to you by our sponsors at Raid Shadow Legends. Gallic is the worst starter in the game. Choose El Hain. <laughs> Let's see how that works out for you. Do we have the clip? Emotional, damn it! Oh, I never get tired of seeing that. Don't be like El Hain. Make sure to scan the QR code for my special link. Brought to Hey guys, what's up? It's Marie Shadows, and this video is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Click my special link down in the description below to get some free goodies while you're playing Raid Shadow Legends. If you love Skyrim and you love turn-based games, this is a game for you. Customize your champion however you see fit, however you want to win your battles. Go into epic dungeons, fight the best bosses around, have the best teammates around. You can do this all in Raid Shadow Legends. With those smooth graphics, Man, you wonder why it's 15 million downloaded. Make sure to download Raid Shadow Legends today using my link in the description. It's free to play on mobile and PC, so get it now. Hey guys, what's up? It's Marie Shadows, and this video is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Click my special link down in the description below to get some free goodies while you're playing Raid Shadow Legends. If you love Skyrim and you love turn-based games, this is a game for you. Customize your champion however you see fit, however you want to win your battles. Go into epic dungeons, fight the best bosses around, have the best teammates around. You can do this all in Raid Shadow Legends. With those smooth graphics, Man, you wonder why it's 15 million downloaded. Make sure to download Raid Shadow Legends today using my link in the description. It's free to play on mobile and PC, so get it now. Hey guys, what's up? It's Marie Shadows, and this video is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. 
click my special link down in the description below to get some free goodies while you're playing Raid Shadow Legends. If you love Skyrim and you love turn-based games, this is a game for you. Customize your champion however you see fit, however you want to win your battles. Go into epic dungeons, fight the best bosses around, have the best teammates around. You can do this all in Raid Shadow Legends. With those smooth graphics, man, you wonder why it's 15 million downloaded. Make sure to download Raid Shadow Legends today using my link in the description. It's free to play on mobile and PC, so get it now. Hey guys, what's up? It's Marie Shadows, and this video is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Click my special link down in the description below to get some free goodies while you're playing Raid Shadow Legends. If you love Skyrim and you love turn-based games, this is a game for you. Customize your champion however you see fit, however you want to win your battles. Go into epic dungeons, fight the best bosses around, have the best teammates around. You can do this all in Raid Shadow Legends. With those smooth graphics, Man, you wonder why it's 15 million downloaded. Make sure to download Raid Shadow Legends today using my link in the description. It's free to play on mobile and PC, so get it now. I was about to do it again, where my mic has been muted. Uh, so we're back. I hope you guys had a wonderful stretch break. Um, if you guys did have a wonderful stretch break, let me know in chat, you know, just say if it's good or whatever, um, you know, so, um, yeah, let's just continue for, uh, where we left off. Um, I will make sure to like cut out like little things here and there. Um, so, uh, other than that, uh, I have been catching up on New Japan Pro Wrestling Nemesis, uh, so, like, they decided to chop up Nemesis into, like, episodes uh, just to fill the one-hour quota of New Japan Strong. But for everyone that has been going to the live events of New Japan Pro Wrestling, they've been there for the whole entire time, start to finish. Um, and one day, I would love to go to a New Japan uh, show. I would love to finally meet everyone on Bullet Club, and I would love to meet uh, Jay White. I do have an opportunity to uh um i do have an opportunity to like meet jay white but i don't know if i'm going to be going to uh house of glory so you know that's up in the air um hey thank you rev for um following the channel and saying what's up to me in the chat uh glad that you are here um which by the way guys if you are new to the channel make sure to follow my twitch channel because i'm trying to get to uh twitch affiliate so uh anything and everything helps uh even the follows and when you are not here on with me on stream uh to hear me talk you could definitely watch the uh vod's on uh twitch so uh yeah um, so heading back into, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling Nemesis, uh, even though like it's, it already happened, uh, so, you know, you guys are probably wondering why am I talking about it? Because I want to talk about it, uh, because those would be the next, uh, podcast, professional podcast. Hey, 
Do I have a Do I have another follow? Oh, that's an, that's interesting. Okay, it I don't know if anything popped up. Uh but Oh, I see. I see what happened. Okay. Uh back to uh this. Um so uh you know, I want to talk about it. Um New Japan Pro Wrestling Nemesis uh breakdown uh podcast episodes will be coming out soon those will be a lot more professional than like this live stream but i there's something that i just want to talk about and that's the david finley and uh jonah um rivalry and feud i do know that currently new japan strong is doing a new beginning uh tour 2022 and they're having uh finn juice team up to take on uh Jonah and um an opponent of his choosing, which I totally forgot what it was. So you guys are gonna have to give me a second here um while I look this up. Uh but if anyone has any questions that they wanna throw at me. Hey, I have no idea. Uh it's blocking the thing. I am supposed to be having like a I want to say Darth. What the thanks for following me. Totally, totally, totally appreciate it. Uh and yes, Rev, I yes. Uh, Rev also helped out on one of the uh, podcast episodes of uh, being a co-host with me. Um, so we'll see if we could get that back up and running uh, for that. Uh, I just I just want to get used to doing this and having my face on camera and talking to the camera because uh, sometimes I get into my own head of, uh, you know, should I be doing this? Should I not be doing this? Uh, should I just keep it audio? Should I just keep like a static picture and stuff like that? Like, you know, that that's all. Uh, so I have no idea what I'm going to be doing. Give me a second here, guys. Um, But yeah, that's the schedule. For those of you listening to on audio, I am going through uh, New Japan's uh, website to tell you who is teaming up with Jonah. Uh, just because I don't want to get it wrong. Okay, so why can I not look into that? So like I said, New Japan Pro Wrestling is doing New Beginning USA 2022. It starts February 5th. Oh, it already started then. Uh, and it ends on February 26th. Um, so I guess I have to look at results. Okay, hold on. Um, okay, so I saw it floating around somewhere. I do not, it's not giving me what I want right now. Uh, but I do know that I think it was uh, put that 
It's going to be a tag team match. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a tag team match of um, Finn Juice versus Jonah with um, uh, a person of his choosing. Yes, uh, Darth as in Darth Vader. Uh, Kayla. Cool. I believe you're from the the other group chat. I'm so sorry. I don't I don't like um I don't like getting things wrong on <laughs> I don't like getting people's names wrong or like anything of that sort. So you know, uh I do appreciate you coming into chat, uh following me. I really do, I really do. Um yes, and supports wrestling and stardom to the best of your ability. Uh okay, so Let's talk about this for a second, right? Because I I know I, I want to like Jonah. I, I really do. I really do. Um, I think that I, I think I liked them in NXT. Um, they, oh, come on. Don't do this to me, uh, OBS. It's always around this time. Go back to being green. Okay. Sorry if any frames dropped. I really do not want my Wi-Fi acting up. Um, if it does, I might have to put the wire on it. Anyway, uh, I want to like Jonah. Jonah has come with this character of he's the top dog. And I'm here like... Man. Okay, so... All right, so I hope that the internet stays. Uh, guys in the chat, let me know how the internet is. Uh, oh, cool. Uh, oh, wait a minute. So, oh, I just learned something new. Um, where is your, hold on. So it's, Darth Alakela. Okay, cool. All right, I got it now. Okay, two and two got put together. Awesome. Uh, but I'm probably still gonna like nickname you Darth because I'm not used to saying that whole thing like that. It might take me a little while. Uh so yeah, that's awesome that you saw my uh retweet about my stream on Twitter. Uh, and then you just wanted to like come here and drop by and just listen to me talk about wrestling. Um yeah, so that's awesome. Uh, again, thanks for stopping by. But back to the whole uh, Jonah thing. Like, my only question about it is that how long did he think of having this gimmick? Meaning, like, how long did he want to call himself the top dog? Now, keep in mind, like, I don't know anything other than Bronson Reed over in NXT before he got released. So anything he did prior to that in like Australia, like I don't really know too much about him, but I just want to know like how long was he thinking about like naming himself the top dog, going with the top dog gimmick, and yes, it makes sense because he's a big guy and he has all this power and strength. So when he does a Rennie Senton, like you're not really breathing as much. Uh, but I just don't understand this dynamic of having him go after David Finley and like Finn Juice. Like why were those two the first to be picked? 
out of everybody. Like, I would think if you really want to make a name for yourself, especially if you want to have the top dog, like mantra, the top dog type of like persona, you go after Ishii. You try to convince New Japan Pro Wrestling to bring Ishii down for a couple of matches or like, you know, maybe a couple of like months uh, for New Japan Strong and you have him go against Ishii. Ishii is like the standard bearer of like, if you really want to prove yourself, if you're going to be like, oh, I'm the top dog because we all call Ishii the stone pit bull. So why not go after Ishii? You don't have to go after Finley. You don't have to go after Robinson because like they're half the size of Jonah. So it makes no sense. And I feel so bad for Finley and I feel so bad for Juice Robinson. And I'm here like, it doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. Like, I understand that Finley loves a fight and he wants to fight um, and he could do all these great things. But like, I just feel bad for him. I'm not sure what his relationship is with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, obviously, he's still there. He's still doing the tours um, you know, he probably is going to resign, even though I think that he might want something new. But if you really look at it, it's like, why are they feuding? Why does Jonah need to go after Finley when, you know, um, Finjuice, in my opinion, already has their like cap ceiling as a tag team and they need something new, something fresh whether that's they whether that's them breaking up to try to go their separate ways or just something different um i just feel bad for finley overall because of that and i think that the jonah character um could be good it could it 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 could be good um he showed some really good stuff uh facing finley and uh finley had some good stuff finley finley had very good um What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, a very good strategy. But in the end, yes, uh, Jonah did get the victory over David Finley. Um, but now they're doing this tag team match and stuff like that. So, you know, I just don't I just don't understand it. Um, if anything, uh, let's see. You know, um, hey, we got Rev Cupid. What's up, buddy? Uh Rev Cupid is uh, an amazing person. Uh, he's super cool. Um, and I really hope that my, uh, my, okay, my internet is back. Um, he's super cool. Uh, he has a lot of stories and he's uh, super supportive. Um, so is everyone else in the chat. Everyone else in the chat is super supportive too. And I love each and every one of you guys that are here listening to me talking about wrestling. Um, you know, I didn't even think that maybe, um, you know, Finley could be the special announcement, but I don't think Tony Khan knows too much about New Japan like that. But, you know, I'm just going to go on, you know, maybe, maybe it's Finley. Maybe Finley shows up at Atlantic City because, you know, him living in Florida now is not that far from Florida to Jersey. Might be like an hour on a plane ride. You never know. Anyway. Let's head down into Impact Wrestling. Uh, Impact Wrestling has been doing well for itself. It really has. Um, the partnership with uh, WWE over Royal Rumble was fantastic. Showcasing Mickey James like that and calling her the knockout uh, champion uh, during the Royal Rumble was amazing. 
I really don't think that that was the last time we will see, um, you know, a partnership like that between Impact and WWE. I think that we're going to get some more. Um, of course, we got to go by the standard of Twitter by saying, let's just play it out um, and we'll see how it goes. But what I really want to focus on is Bullet Club. Bullet Club invading the Impact Wrestling and they're going to be at uh, No Surrender uh, this coming or the following weekend. It should be the following weekend. Um, when is it No Surrender? Uh <laughs> Um, the 19th. Oh, so I was right the following weekend, but I didn't say the, the date. My hair is bothering me right now. Um, so February 19th is when No Surrender happens and we are having G.O.D., the Gorillas of Destiny, taking on the Good Brothers for their Impact World Tag Team Championships. And man... It is probably going to be super, super sweet. Um, and if you guys are here with me, whether you are on Twitch, YouTube, or Twitter, make sure to uh, throw up that too sweet sign. And, you know, it's going to be a clean sweep. Uh, it's going to be uh, the Gorillas of Destiny uh, taking home those Impact Championship titles. Now, no one better get on me because I do not ask my buddies, you know, to spoil anything for me. I can just feel it in my heart of hearts that like it's time for the Good Brothers to let go of their championship titles and di directly. No, um, I don't know why I would say directly. That's the wrong word. Uh, they would let go of their titles and give it to uh, the Gorillas of Destiny. <clears throat> because honestly, what more can the Good Brothers do? Uh, they can't come up with anything fresh and nothing is really like sticking. They're just floating around. And, you know, um, the Gorillas of Destiny like can do a lot more. You know, the Gorillas of Destiny are seven time IWGP heavyweight tag team champions. So why not give that prestige to Impact? Uh, push impact a little bit further, uh, make it a household name and carry and champion impact wrestling, you know, on their shoulders, uh, because they can definitely, um, do that. They definitely prove that they can do that. Um, and why wouldn't you want to see the gold on the gorillas of destiny, uh, Tamatanga and Tangaloa, like they fucking deserve it. And then after, after. They have their little reign in Impact Wrestling. I need Tama to go over to New Japan Pro Wrestling over in Japan and uh, challenge Okada because he's next in line for that title shot. No one else. Uh, not even Naito. Naito can sit his ass home um, because, you know, Naito had to sit out for the rest of the G1 uh, because he fucked up his knee. So... Uh, yeah, Naito, go sit your ass home. And Tama has a victory over Okada, which not many wrestlers can say that they have. And so, you know, 
Tama better be challenging Okada for that uh, IWGP World Heavyweight Championship belt too uh, and get that as well around his waist because, um, you know, uh, he deserves it. (laughs) I am not trying to kiss his ass at all. He knows that he uh, deserves it. uh, No matter if like we converse on... um, Twitter and uh, me being a part of Thomas Island from time to time. But yeah, he totally deserves that. Uh, he is next in line for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship title. Osprey got to start from the bottom up, and he's definitely going to be doing that, proving that he can definitely be championship material once again. Which, by the way, speaking of Osprey, Osprey is having a fantastic time over in the UK, wrestling fantastic matches. I still have to see his latest match um, against his longtime friend and see the fucking genius behind the storytelling there. Um, because, you know, for the longest, I think we all shitted on Osprey about like his wrestling ability and all he did was flips. And I can attest to that, too. But like, I think his maturity sort of won me over to be a fan. And um, if you don't know by now, I like mature guys. Uh, that's not an invitation for you to like shoot your shot. I'm just saying I like mature guys. Um, but yeah, I think his maturity sort of had me over. And this is why, like, I love looking at how he approaches storytelling, how he approaches his promos, how he approaches his matches now, because it's not all just flips and everything. There's psychology behind it. There's something different about watching Osprey now. Osprey has definitely uh broke his own cap ceiling and you know the sky's the limit for this kid. This guy I should say. Uh I do use the word kid a lot. That's just because I do. Um but yeah um also to plug in the latest live stream of talking about how we're gonna book uh Shane McMahon I think we also mentioned on there um which I probably shouldn't be repeating because if I want to be friends with Osprey this might not make me friends with Osprey uh someone on there suggested that um instead of Osprey being being the leader of United Empire it should be Vince McMahon and I totally forgot what the hell we named it but um yeah that live stream of uh how we will book Shane McMahon in New Japan Pro Wrestling was like the crazy, the craziest thing I ever thought of doing. And I'm happy that I did it. That's why I keep uh, promoting it and putting it over. Um, anyway, the other thing, too, is that did you guys see the weird Twitter exchange uh, between Osprey and Kenny Omega? And Tony Khan in the background liking what Kenny said to Osprey. First of all, I would usually side with Kenny Omega because I support this dude. I like this dude. This is the one time where I'm like, bro, why the fuck are you trying to start some shit with Osprey? Like, Osprey didn't really do shit at all. Like, he didn't call you out. He just put pictures in black and white of the most famous, most decorated IWGP champions in the history of New Japan Pro Wrestling, and then you want to come at him and bark at him? When all Osprey said is that, like, you know, the chase begins again, like, he lost to Okada, so now he's at the bottom of the barrel, even though he's defending the Rev Pro Championship over in the UK, but he's still, like, 
yo, I got defeated by, by Okada. That means I have to work a little bit harder. So I have to start from the beginning and start from the bottom up. Um, and then, yeah, I got, I got to go chase my dreams. And then here comes Kenny barking at him. Like what? Like he didn't say anything about like Kenny or whatnot. And then, you know, Tony Khan liking what Kenny said in the background. And I'm like, yo, are you guys setting up a, um, a like angle for this? Like, you know, is, um, is, uh, you know, it's Kenny Omega healed already. Like what's happening? Why did you have to bark at Osprey? Like, this is the first time where I'm going to be like, yo, Osprey did not need that shit. Um, as much as like everybody likes to shit on Osprey, Osprey did not need that shit from from Omega at all. Um, but getting back to um, Impact Wrestling. Um, Impact Wrestling has been doing well. They have, you know, um, they're showcasing a lot of good young stars. Uh, they're showing a lot of good segments. Um, and it's a story where you can easily like follow. So basically, um, yeah, uh, Impact is doing well. I want to see what else they're going to be doing with WWE. Um, again, if you are watching this on the replay, uh, make sure to use the comment section and let me know what you think that uh, Impact has uh, going on, um, you know, in their minds. Uh, you know, if you think that they're still going to be working with WWE or they're not going to be working with WWE is like an invasion angle coming and stuff like that. So, you know, uh, just make sure to uh, fill up the comments with your comments and all of that. Uh, but yeah, on my agenda... Ooh, sorry. I do have WWE on here, but the only things that I mentioned about WWE is uh, the way that WWE markets their champions. Uh, so if you go to the beginning of this uh, live stream, uh, the way that they market their uh, champions, so you know uh, who's champion, who's not champion. Um, unlike AEW, where sometimes their champions might be just like an afterthought. Um, WWE's relationship with uh, Impact and them, like, you know, uh, having Mickey James at the Royal Rumble. Um, I think sometimes the dirt, the, the dirt sheets has like a quota to fill. So that way you can hate WWE, even though WWE it made a billion dollars while AEW gets a free pass for like half the shit that they do. Um, yeah, I don't really know what else to like talk about WWE in a way. Um, and then the last thing I have is my wrestling novel. Uh, if you guys don't know, if you guys haven't been following me on Twitter at Marie underscore shadows, or even at the, um, or my Kofi, my Kofi, however you want to say it, which if you go to www.ko-fi.com forward slash Marie shadows, you can either support me with a one-time hug or get a membership. Uh, memberships start at 99 cents and they go all the way up to $12 a month. So you can like pick and choose whatever you want. Uh, but yeah, I decided to really, uh, sit down, start writing this wrestling novel and no, it is not, uh, a novel about my life in wrestling where like, you know, I went to WWE at one point, I helped out on the indies. I did ring crew. I did, 
uh, ring training. Um, I help out wrestlers from time to time. I help out my boys. And if my boys ever see this, they know who they are. Um, but it's not that. It's basically a fiction novel that you guys can read over at Amazon and other places. Uh, it is four chapters in. I'm going to let you in on a little secret that I totally hate chapter four. I really do. Uh, I despise it. Uh, my brain despises it, but my heart doesn't because my heart is like, don't worry. There's like an end game to uh, writing chapter four. And I'm like, no, there isn't. Like, what do you mean that there's an end game writing chapter four? Um, because chapter four sets up for chapter five. And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't want this, <laughs> but I am going to be letting, um, my heart and my brain and my characters take control of the story and write the story and see what happens at the end. Um, I'm always looking for, uh, feedback. I'm always looking for, uh, critiques, um, and stuff like that. Like, you know, um, if anyone ever wants to read it, it's over at Amazon. The first three chapters are uh, free. And this is me going, uh, writing as I go. Um, this isn't like, uh, it's, it's already done. Uh, all right, Rev, I just caught his message. Uh, thanks, man. Uh, yeah, dude, you know, you can work with me anytime, man. Like, my DMs are open. Like, don't be a stranger i usually have a lot of work uh that i do behind the scenes so like you know i will always make time for people that like want to work with me um and take care rev uh we'll talk soon uh whatnot but yeah that goes out to everybody um even though like i'm doing a lot of different things behind the scenes where i'm making um my own podcast episodes trying to plan these live streams trying to make sure that i get like one more for my um sponsored right here um yeah i always try to make time for everyone and anyone that wants to work with me so rev you know you know where to find me uh, we'll talk soon uh be good be safe out there um you know even if i have to help out other people too i'll try to make time for you guys no don't no worries um but yeah back to the wrestling novel um so i decided to do uh kindle vela as my journey uh for this um because I, I i always like the idea of having people read my stuff and give me feedback and edit as i go to which is a bad thing as a writer don't fucking do that shit but do i listen to myself half the time i don't i give you guys advice i give you guys whatever advice you want in life but sometimes i don't take my own advice and, you know, you might um, send me some like really bad negative comments about that. But that's me being 100% with you guys. That's why I never consider myself um, a, ro a role model. And I never want you guys to look up to me as a role model. You can look up to me as a friend, someone that will be there for you, someone that can, you know, listen to you and uh, tell you whatever advice needs to be told if you want to hear that advice. But there's things that I would say that I won't necessarily do. So it's up to you whether or not you want to accept it and stuff. Um, but yeah, rule 101 as a writer, they tell you do not self-edit as you go. Like I said, do I listen to that? No, I don't. Um, so sometimes I kind of want 
uh, people to read certain things and like give me feedback on it. And, um, you know, the, um, the wrestling novel is just something that I love to do. <coughs> I have the most, um, like knowledge of wrestling. So like it just naturally comes about, but yeah, like I said, I don't like chapter four. Uh, just because I had to put in a stupid backstory to start something. And I'm like, no, I don't like it. And the only reason, like, all right. So, for example, right, you guys are going to think like I'm fucking crazy and whatnot, right? But you guys, you guys are going to love it. Um, what chapter was it? Was it chapter two? No, chapter three. Um, all right. So now I have to like, look at my thing because I'm going to get them wrong. Um, I can explain like what I did for like each chapter. So like chapter one is the beginning of like setting up shit. Uh, cause you gotta like start with a, um, an inciting incident. You know, I should like, so this is how this, this should go. If I talk about writing, um, yeah, you know what? I'll give you guys a little glimpse into like what you're supposed to be doing. But then like, I think I would do a special session of like writing your novel and stuff. Um, so chapter one sets up, um, like the uh the conflict and sort of a little bit of the plot and you know those that are watching are probably like why is she talking about her novel that's because i fucking love my novel so yeah uh all right you know what let's switch over to let's switch over to this for a second um Okay. Uh, so I could show you what it looks like on Kindle Vela. Because if you guys are like <clears throat> wondering about it, I can definitely show you. Uh, okay, cool. Um, awesome. So how's the stream looking now? Cool. So we got over here. Um, let me just, um, cool. So, oh, I should have never showed you any of that. <laughs> uh can't edit out of this anyway um but it's not like i revealed anything bad uh so uh this is how the kindle villa looks uh that's the name of my book um i'm planning to have like a trilogy where uh it follows zemi of course but then like it follows book two like follows his love interest and then 
book three is basically bringing everything together. You can consider it to be like, um, it's definitely going to be a mystery uh, novel, thriller, um, action adventure, because, you know, when you're a wrestler, you have a lot of action and you have a lot of adventure. You can take that however you want. Um, and then also you have romance involved and stuff. So it's like a very good mixture of a lot of things. Like, you know, I'm really trying here. Um, so as you can see, it has it on episode two only because I think that's the one that I kept um, like, uh, what do you call it? Tweeting that out. Being like, hey, episode two is here and stuff. So, um, so this is episode two. Um, I published this back in January. So at the beginning of the year, uh, this is how chapter one looks like. So, um, like I said, chapters one, two, and three are free to read with Kindle Vela. However, if you want to unlock chapter four, uh, unlocking chapter four should be around by uh, like 14 points. Like you have to do it by coins. The only thing is that like, um, when you do unlock it, I get like, I don't know, maybe like less than five cents or like five cents. One of those two. Um, I don't have the math right now. Um, but this is how it looks. And then, you know, uh, you can give me a thumbs up. If you give me a thumbs up, that's great. By the way, if anyone out there is wondering where the cursor is at, I have it off because after talking about all this, we're going to switch over to Ray Shadow Legends, who are the sponsors of this live stream. And hopefully you guys can play along with me. And I would love that. Um, the last time I had my cursor on to show you guys on the live stream, I couldn't do anything. So um, it disappeared. Uh, so I'm not, you know, putting, you know, keep the cursor on. Uh, but you see the little thumbs up here. Uh, make sure to give it a like, and then you can definitely go on to the next episode. You got chapter two here. Same format, same thing. Um, and then I have a note uh, for you guys where basically it says the first three episodes can be read without token redemption. For later episodes, the number of tokens a reader needs to unlock the episode is set based on word count and capped at 50. So when you go over to uh, chapter four, um, basically, like like I said, you need like 14 um, uh, tokens in order to, uh, you know, um, unlock it, which pays me, helps me out. It helps me directly as the writer, because uh, like I said, and I said this in uh, my previous uh, podcast episode, when you could listen to on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. That's right. The Square Circle Podcast is on Amazon Music, so you get to listen to it there. And then you could also listen to it on the uh, Rad Raw Radio Network as well because I'm syndicated with them. So, um, yeah. Uh, it takes a lot of time and effort to tackle all of the stuff I need to do. So if I want to work on my novel, that takes time and effort because I really do have to write this stuff down. It's not easy as people may think it is like it's really like you got to really do this shit um and then uh you know working on my podcast episodes uh watching a lot of wrestling uh analyzing it breaking it down like i do because i break i break down professional wrestling like no one else uh anyone in the chat 
that wants to ask me a question uh, so I can stop talking for a bit? No? <laughs> no? Okay. Um, but yeah. And also as a life lesson, um, never be afraid to speak your truth and never be afraid to uh, put forth that confidence uh, the same way that I do it, because I know that no one else does their podcast exactly like I do it. And I, with confidence, can say that I am probably I am probably the best out there as a female to break down professional wrestling like no other. You should really be having me on your podcast episodes um, and then, yeah, you know, I'm like, thanks for reading chapter two. Are you enjoying it? If you're enjoying it, you know, there's a ways you can always support me. Make sure to give it a thumbs up. Now let's go to the next episode. Same thing. Same, 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 same. We get down to the bottom. Author's note, same thing. Um, so this one. Okay. So it is chapter three. I basically tell you guys that I fell down the rabbit hole uh, watching uh, Instagram reels and TikTok stuff about uh, authors who write dark romances. And, you know, let's just say that, like, the first scene is inspired by some of the dark romance uh, authors that I've, like, watched on IG reels and TikTok and that's why chapter three is the way it is um, and stuff. So you see how like the thumbs up here, no one put a thumbs up. So, you know, it'd be great if you guys could put a thumbs up. And then chapter four is locked. Like I said, um, chapter four needs uh, tokens, obviously, because I'm on my own thing. It tells me I have zero tokens. I really do have zero tokens. Um, I could claim it for free if I wanted to. I just haven't done it yet. Um, but it needs like 14 tokens to unlock. And then you guys can definitely help me out that way and support me that way for writing. Um, but sometimes when you go down the rabbit hole with certain things, it sort of inspires you to uh, write things that you, know, you normally wouldn't do it. Because uh, I'm generally happy in my life uh and like personal life so sometimes like you know it's fiction i could i could write about anything i can like put anything in there but in chapter three having that i was like oh this is interesting that the characters are uh fighting the way that they are and whatnot and then like in chapter four where it's a little bit different on how to start a feud uh I guess it's not because in chapter four, it's sort of like um, the main character's love interest decided to go to a party with her with, with her buddy. And um, actually, hold on. I should. I don't think I have to show you guys anything else. Um, actually, I'll leave it on here. So like she went to the party with her friend. Uh, and you know what happens at parties? Uh, so one of the other wrestlers who already graduated from the school that the love interest and the main character is from sort of like spikes her drink and shit, but nothing like really, really happens. Um, so I don't really get into detail, like shit like that, but it's just to, it's like, he did it for like 
a paparazzi effect, which that makes no sense thinking about it as I say it right now. But in order to get his supposed rival at the time uh, attention, why not do that shit? Um, there is nothing triggering in chapter four. If you guys think that there's that there could be something triggering, there really isn't. Um, but it's like that effect of, you know, uh, let's make people talk. Um, that happens in chapter four, uh, of my novel in progress, which this is in progress. I am currently writing chapter five and I am stuck on naming a restaurant because see chapter four takes you back to the past Chapter five takes you back to the past of these characters. You may consider this info dumping. Um, it sort of is, but like it's, it's necessary for the rest of the chapters. That's what, um, you know, my heart says, but my brain is like, no, that's not true. Uh, but I'm going by my heart. And um, it says that um, these chapters that visit the past, are necessary for the other chapters. Uh, so chapter four is the past. Chapter five is the past. And for the life of me, I cannot name the fucking restaurant that the main character and his love interest go to as date night. Um, before they have their graduation mixed tag match <clears throat> at one of the other promotions in the book. Uh, so... Okay, good. We're back because my internet is fucking up. Uh, so yeah, uh, if you guys want to check that out, I do have um, a timer that, um, you know, should put the link uh, in there. So if you guys are in the chat, uh, you guys can probably uh, look at it. Um, but yeah, that is everything that I need to show you about my... Um, wrestling novel uh if anyone is watching over on the twitch side and youtube side uh i have been talking a lot i am going to switch back to the other one if anybody want to drop in questions please do so so i can like take a breather um because then right after this, we are doing some Raid Shadow Legends. And... And you don't see me. That's great. Okay, now you see me. Um, nope, you don't see me. Wrong thing. I'm like a magician, guys. I am like a magician. I am trying. There we go. There we go. Let me just make sure that it's on it. But yeah, um, that is all the topics I have to talk about. Uh, but if you guys want to throw in some questions, um, you guys can definitely throw in some questions. And we can definitely uh, chat for a little bit before I decide to um, 
before I decide to uh, switch over to Raid Shadow Legends. Um, Okay, so I'm probably going to need to uh, fill up my water bottle. All right, so you know what we're going to do? Um, I'll just switch over to Ray Shadow Legends, and as we go through the game, you guys can definitely drop some questions in Twitch and YouTube, and I'll do my best to uh, answer the questions as best as I can. Um, because I don't have like other monitors here to be like, oh, let me look over here for like the chat and whatnot. I'm doing this all on my laptop and stuff like that. Um, but that was a very good conversation. Um, I do get a little like, um, I don't know what the word is. I don't want to call it angry. It's not really angry, but uh. I can focus a little too hard on AEW. Um, and then I have friends like the Smack Draw podcast that sort of brings me back to reality. Um, and, you know, like I said, it's only because I want um, AEW to really do good. And sometimes I zero in on a lot of things that maybe i can you know give them a pass for but i don't really think i want to do that i definitely don't think i want to give them a pass for any of that stuff until they um basically fix what they need to fix and stop having all these surprises uh because the more surprises you have uh the less meaningful is definitely going to um feel and look um cool so i am going to take this out um let me see all right so All right, so I'm going to switch things over. Um, oh, that's interesting. Okay. Um, 
I am going to quickly switch it to a uh, a little mini ad break just so that I could set up and um, I'll be right back in like two minutes. Hey guys, what's up? It's Marie Shadows and this video is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Click my special link down in the description below to get some free goodies while you're playing Raid Shadow Legends. If you love Skyrim and you love turn-based games, this is a game for you. Customize your champion however you see fit, however you want to win your battles. Go into epic dungeons, fight the best bosses around, have the best teammates around. You can do this all in Raid Shadow Legends. With those smooth graphics, man, you wonder why it's 15 million downloaded. Make sure to download Raid Shadow Legends today using my link in the description. It's free to play on mobile and PC, so get it now. Hey guys, what's up? It's Marie Shadows, and this video is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Click my special link down in the description below to get some free goodies while you're playing Raid Shadow Legends. If you love Skyrim and you love turn-based games, this is a game for you. Customize your champion however you see fit, however you want to win your battles. Go into um, epic dungeons, fight the best bosses around, have the best teammates around. You can do this all in Raid Shadow Legends. With those smooth graphics, Man, you wonder why it's 15 million downloaded. Make sure to download so, Raid Shadow Legends today using my link in the description. It's free to play on mobile and PC, so get it now. Hey guys, what's up? It's Marie Shadows, and this video is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Click my special link down in the description below to get some free goodies while you're playing Raid Shadow Legends. If you love Skyrim and you love turn-based games, this is a game for you. Customize your champion however you see fit, however you want to win your battles. Go into epic dungeons, fight the best bosses around, have the best teammates around. You can do this all in Raid Shadow Legends. With those smooth graphics? Man, you wonder why it's 15 million downloaded. Make sure to download Raid Shadow Legends today using my link in the description. It's free to play on mobile and PC, so get it now. Hey guys, what's up? It's Marie Shadows, and this video is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Click my special link down in the description below to get some free goodies while you're playing Raid Shadow Legends. If you love Skyrim and you love turn-based games, this is a game for you. Customize your champion however you see fit, however you want to win your battles. Go into epic dungeons, fight the best bosses around, have the best teammates around. You can do this all in Raid Shadow Legends. With those smooth graphics? Man, you wonder why it's 15 million downloaded. Make sure to download Raid Shadow Legends today using my link in the description. It's free to play on mobile and PC, so get it now. Hey guys, what's up? It's Marie Shadows, and this video is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Click my special link down in the description below to get some free goodies while you're playing Raid Shadow Legends. If you love Skyrim and you love turn-based games, this is a game for you. Customize your champion however you see fit, however you want to win your battles. Go into epic dungeons, fight the best bosses around, have the best teammates around. You can do this all in Raid Shadow Legends. With those smooth graphics? 
Man, you wonder why it's 15 million downloaded. Make sure to download Raid Shadow Legends today using my link in the description. It's free to play on mobile and PC, so get it now. Hey guys, what's up? It's no, Raid Shadows, and I've this video is sponsored by Raid uh, Shadow Legends. Two hours and 24 minutes, and I'm going to play a little bit of Raid Shadow down Legends. in the description below to get some free goodies while you're playing Raid Shadow Legends. If you love Skyrim and you love turn-based games, this is a game for you. Uh, so I customize I your champion however Oops. you see fit, however you want to win your battles. Go into epic dungeons, fight the best bosses around, have the best teammates around. You can do this all in Ray Shadow Legends. With those smooth graphics, man, you wonder why it's 15 million downloaded. Make sure to download Raid Shadow Legends today using my link in the description. It's free to play on mobile and PC, so get it now. Hey guys, what's up? It's Marie Shadows, and this video is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Click my special link down in the description below to get some free goodies while you're playing Raid Shadow Legends. If you love Skyrim and you love turn-based games, this is a game for you. Customize your champion however you see fit, however you want to win your battles. Go into epic dungeons, 